We are grateful that you have tuned in to watch our Palm Sunday broadcast and live stream this morning. The service is actually being pre-recorded on Friday, and many thanks to our TV ministry team that are behind the cameras and doing such a wonderful and faithful job to bring this worship service to you on Sunday morning. We are seriously going through a first take, so if there are any mistakes in the sermon, we won't uh, edit them out. You can always see our past services or even this service again by going to the home page of our website and click the watch icon on top of the home page and it will take you also to our archive of services. Just scroll down and you'll find the service that you're looking for. Pass on the word to your friends across the globe that you can, they can catch us at any time throughout the week. Monday through Saturday of this Holy Week, we are going to be emailing you daily messages of encouragement and biblical reflection from our staff team. So we encourage you to look for those to arrive sometime during the day, Monday through Saturday of this Holy Week. Also, please check our Facebook page and our YouTube channel, both accessible from our website. And there you will find also daily postings from your church leadership team to inform you and to inspire you. If you're not receiving emails from us and wish to and are not connected or are not connected to us digitally, please call the church office, 941-924-1323, and we will be glad to add your email address to our list and to make sure that someone is calling you to give you the latest information from your church family. Our prayer line can be reached by calling the church office and dialing extension 7, and there you can listen to a new prayer of the day. Well, life here at Church of the Palms continues strong as ever. Governor DeSantis' recent safe-at-home order allows exceptions for churches to continue their work. And work we are doing. Our staff is hard at work, many from home and some still in the office. Along with our shepherding deacons and Stephen ministers, we're doing our best to connect with the entire congregation, ministering to our families, sharing prayers, sending out communication, and assisting in the food pantry. On that note, our food pantry continues and is one of the last remaining food pantries open in town. Though the will, through the willing hands of volunteers and staff, we are still serving people 200 households a day each day of the week. This is such a critical ministry and we are grateful for the leadership of Kathy Robinette to help us keep going as we share God's love in this most tangible way. Our food supply is lessening little by little, but we will keep open for as long as we have food and volunteers. Our children and student ministries are growing strong with virtual Zoom youth group meetings, and they are daily connecting with our children and parents through videos, notes, and calls. And actually, right after the service, Carol Holmeister will be conducting a Sunday school class with our children via Zoom. With the office closed to visitors, you can still reach us by phone and leave us a message and we will do our best to get right back to you to find out what your need might be. Please let us know also of any other needs that you find out in our congregation and community by emailing us or leaving us a message at the office. The Holy Week story inspires us to continue with the great passion and ministry of Christ's love for the world. We follow Jesus as he enters into the holy city of Jerusalem, and we embody the mission of healing and teaching and sacrificing for the world. 
whether it's through a bag of groceries, phone calls, texts, emails, notes and cards, a counseling session, or just a prayer offered over the phone, we are aiming to do what Jesus would do. So, of course, we ask you to remain strong in your support of our ministry. First, of course, with your prayers, the good Lord, ask the good Lord to give us strength and wisdom and resources to do what God would wish us to do in these strange times. Secondly, we encourage you to remain strong in your financial giving. Your gifts right now will make a huge difference in our ability to go forward. Perhaps especially this week, you may feel the call to go above and beyond such that Church of the Palms may go above and beyond in our ministry to the community and our supporting staff and missions. We have been so encouraged by so many of you who have told us that you're increasing your giving in order to help us through this time. As always, you can mail your checks to Church of the Palms, you can give online, and as Lori suggested, you can text to give, op text to give by dialing 941-202-5125. And if you have any of the questions about how to give, you can certainly call the church office and we'll be glad to get back to you. Make sure to tune into our website for our live stream Holy Week services. This Thursday, April the 9th at 6.30 p.m., we'll have our Monday Thursday communion service. Make sure to locate in advance some bread and juice or wine, and we will all take communion together virtually. And then the next night, Friday, April the 10th at 6.30, we will have our Good Friday service. And then Easter Sunday morning at 9 a.m., we will have our Easter celebration. Our Easter service, of course, will also be broadcast on Comcast Channel 189 at 9 in the morning. We'll also provide a children's moment during our Easter service, so make sure the whole family is huddled around. And afterward, Miss Carol will be hosting a Zoom Sunday school class for the children. You know, during the Great American Revolution, it was Thomas Paine who wrote, These are times that try men's souls. And this feels like another one of those times. But we shall endure, and we shall be strong, and we shall reveal the love and power of God. As I've said before, our business now is to counteract this virus by being a kindness contagion, connecting with people and letting them know about the love of Christ and the grace of God. For we believe that the love and grace of God is more powerful than any contagion the world would put upon us. We have been taking time this past month in March to explore the journey inward during our Lenten journey. And now that we are here at Palm Sunday and preparing our advance into Holy Week, we turn our attention to the journey to the cross, following Jesus as he makes his way down the Mount of Olives and into Jerusalem and being with his people throughout the course of this most Holy Week. So to that end, we read today the great story of Palm Sunday that comes to us from Luke's Gospel, the 19th chapter, beginning at the 28th verse. Hear the word of God. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. And when he had come near Bethphage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you untying it, just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as, it had told, as he had told them. And they were un, as, as they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? And they said, 
the Lord needs it. And then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. And he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives. The whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. And Jesus answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would shout out. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. On this holy Palm Sunday, O oh God, we pray that you will allow these words to come to point to the word just read and to the word made flesh and riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. May we, O oh Lord, know of your Holy Spirit's work in our lives that we may be a blessing as you have been a blessing to us. This we pray in Christ's name. Amen. As tempting as it often was when we were living outside of New York City for so many years, we never took the opportunity to make our way into the city and firsthand experience the famous Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's quite the tradition. Hundreds of thousands of folks from the Northeast descend upon Midtown Manhattan and line down Broadway Avenue, dozens of people deep, to watch the great parade complete with dignitaries, high school bands, floats, and of course, the great tethered balloon figures floating high above and drifting down Broadway Avenue. I have family and friends who have ventured into the mob, arriving before dawn so they could get a close view as possible, and, and as they, and and they say that there's nothing quite like it. The press of people holding your bladder beyond comfort, gazing up at the monster balloons, hearing the bands, and joining in the great human holiday community crush. Now, there are, of course, a couple other ways to watch the parade. The first way is to have a friend who has an apartment or an office in one of those high-rises that hover over Broadway Avenue so you can sit in climate control and through the window or out the window view from a distance the mighty parade. Close to be sure and certainly comfortable, but a little bit removed from the energy and the sounds and the human community. Of course, the other way is to be sitting back in your easy chair at home with the TV on, sipping a cup of coffee, and eating a Danish. No hassle, no crowds, no bladder worries. But of course, on TV, it's not even really close to being there. All comfort, but very little energy. I suppose that's the feeling I have when I think about you and I trying to tune in to the great Palm Sunday parade. Every year, especially in a church like Church of the Palms, we like to make a big deal out of the great parade of Jesus. Jesus' triumphant ride into Jerusalem, and we fill the pews, and we watch our children parade with their palms, and we hand out palm crosses, and we do our best to take our own place on Broadway Avenue, or should I say, down the Mount of Olives 
palace and imagine Jesus riding on his donkey and entering into the great city of Jerusalem. We, we want to join that crowd and, and wave our palms and shout Hosanna. But we can't. At least we can't the way we want to. At, at best, we're, we're watching our TVs and our computer screens, and it's, and it's not just the same. It may even give us this feeling that we're, that we're giving into the Pharisees' demands that they, when they try to get Jesus to hush the crowd. It, it kills us not to be together, to not be able to lift up our voices. Social distancing is just murder on a parade. But there's some good news, though, I want to talk to you about today. And the first piece of good news that comes to us from Luke's Palm Sunday story is this great assurance from Jesus that even if it ever came to be the case that the Palm Sunday crowd wouldn't show up or couldn't show up, even if they threw a parade and nobody came, even if the sanctuaries of the world would fall silent, the good news from Jesus is that even if the human community had to be stuck at home watching on TV or live stream, that even then, Jesus says, even then, the very stones would cry out which is to say that the very creation of God would do what it always does, sings forth God's praise. And it's an amazing thing to behold, if we give ourselves the chance, this glorious creation of God brilliantly and passionately and daily making a joyful noise and putting on a passion play. And so, as we just sang, all creatures of our God and King, lift up your voice and with us sing, Alleluia, Alleluia. Thou burning sun with golden beam, thou silver moon with softer gleam, thou rushing wind that art so strong, ye clouds that sail in heaven along, oh, praise him, Alleluia, oh, praise him, Alleluia. To know and to believe and to see that the creation of God is watching God even now parading by. All of creation is taking its place along the parade route and does its thing every day, making a joyful noise and putting on a great show. And if you can go outside, well then go outside after this is over and watch God's earth do its thing. Flowers and birds and stars and planets and trees and breeze. It's, it's all there for the taking in and we can join right in with them. And if you can't go outside, then after the service, turn on the TV to some nature channel and watch the beauty and magnificence of the creation, displaying its colors, singing its songs, flipping its wings, and barking its vocal cords. It's one of my favorite things to do these days is to go to some nature preserve and, and watch for the nature to do its thing, especially the birds, the great Florida birds, herons and ibises and scrub jay and grackle and bald eagles floating and zipping and singing their songs and making a joyful noise. And that's the parade that you and I can join as all creatures of our God and King lift up their voice and with us sing. Why, even the stones, Jesus said, are going to shout. 
Now, the other piece of good news from our story today is that regardless of whether there's a crowd, regardless of whether we human beings can shuffle ourselves up to the curb, the good news is that Jesus is on a mission. Jesus is on a mission, and no matter what crowd shows up, Jesus is still going forward to do what God is always aiming to do, which is to love the world. That's the timeless truth, that God keeps marching no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the season, no matter what the crowd. Jesus has known for a long time that when he came to this point, he was going to keep teaching and keep preaching and keep healing and keep praying and keep displaying the love of God, and he will do it all the way to the end. He will do it all the way to the cross. He will do it all the way to the empty tomb. He will do it on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday because this is the mission of God. And no matter where we view from, curbside, skyscraper, easy boy recliner, Jesus is waving us on too. Palm Sunday is that great day when Jesus calls us from wherever we are and says, join me in my mission to love the world because there is nowhere where you cannot do that from. You do not need to let your distance from the parade to keep you from doing what God is doing day in and day out. It makes me think of death row inmate Stanley Williams stuck in a jail cell in San Quentin prison. If ever there was a place where you might think yourself prevented from joining the mission of loving the world, that might be the place, San Quentin Prison. But Stanley Williams, former gang and founder and leader, was one of the original members of the notorious Crips gang in Los Angeles. Stanley Williams, realizing the awful error of his ways that landed him on death row, stuck in the bowels of San Quentin, began to live a life of mission and purpose. Through letters and videos and books, he wrote, he began an international effort of nonviolence for at-risk youth and then later developed internet, an internet project for street peace to encourage youth from California and South Africa to find common ground. He mediated and brought peace even to the warring gangs inside his own prison. He wrote children's books to encourage kids to seek the way of peace. He was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize on four separate occasions, and all this from a prison cell. It doesn't matter from where you view the parade. What matters is whether you see Jesus waving you on. One of the greatest pieces of literature that came out of World War II was a little journal written by a young teenage girl forced into hiding and protected by Gentile friends. And Anne Frank took the time of her imprisonment to chronicle the life of her family and others crammed behind the wall of her father's office building. From her life, she poured out her feelings and her wonderments about God and human beings at the time of such crisis. And in it, she wrote this, how wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. 
And so I wonder about this time we call a pause. I wonder about these places from which we view this parade, these quarantines not of our own choosing. And I wonder if now isn't the time to wonder about the unique things we can be doing to join the Palm Sunday parade, how we might send out the message of love and grace and praise and joyful noise. Last week, a friend texted me to go outside and look up into the sky, and so I did. And up in the eastern sky, there was a sky-riding pilot riding in the sky, and what he was riding was, love you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. These big letters splashed across the sky, why even the clouds will cry out. You see, the trick is to not let the prisons imprison us. The challenge is not to let the virus define us. The good news is that we can be the victorious children of God right where we are, wherever God would have us. It may not be what we want it to be. We may not be where we want to be, but it doesn't mean that we can't continue to go forward. I love the story of the woman named Georgine Johnson who lived outside of Cleveland, Ohio. Georgine had turned 42 years old and wasn't happy about it, so she decided she wanted to not look like a 42-year-old anymore and got it in her mind that she would take up running. So she started running first a little bit and then a little bit more, and she got up to two miles a day and then three miles a day, four miles a day, and then she started feeling so good about herself that she decided to challenge herself with her first race. She thought she'd begin kind of, you know, small, maybe a 10K, 10-kilometer, 10-kilometer, 6.2-mile race. The race was being held somewhere in the larger Cleveland area. So she got there on the morning of the race, lots of folks milling about. She heard on the speaker the announcement for the runners to assemble at the starting line. Georgine took her place at the starting line. The gun went off, and Georgine, with this mass of runners, was off and running her first race. She had seen the outline of the course before the race and knew that it was one of those courses that basically had the runners go out 3.1 miles and then turn around and come back the remaining 3.1 miles. But Georgine noticed when they got to mile four, they hadn't turned back yet. And it didn't appear they were going to turn around anytime soon. So she kind of shuffled over to one of her fellow runners and she asked, huffing and puffing, what, what happened to the finish line? What finish line, her fellow runner said, you're in the Cleveland Marathon. We've got 19 more miles to go. Turns out the 10K was scheduled a half hour after the start of the marathon. So she asked herself, should I stop or should I keep going? No harm in keeping on going, she said to herself. Let's just see how far I can go. It's not the race I trained for, but it's the race I'm in. So she continued to run, and she ran, and she ran, and she ran, and she finished. How could you finish this race for which you did not train, the newspapers asked. Georgine said she started by taking it one mile at a time, and then a half mile, and then a quarter mile, and then a few yards at a time, and then by the end, just one step at a time. You know, this race we're in right now, it's not the one we trained for. None of us expected to be stuck inside of our homes and sanitizing all of our surfaces. We all expected to be at a parade today. But today's different. The road's different. But Jesus is still on parade. 
And he waves us on. And he says that it might be more than a 10K. It might even be a marathon. It might be a marathon running in place. But the mission is still the same. God is marching. God's love is still being spread. Notes, texts, letters, phone calls, contributions, journaling, skywriting, random acts of kindness, grocery shopping, food pantry packing, shared prayers, poems, songs, and painting. We've got some big letters to write across the sky. We've got a mission to perform. We've got love to spread in this frightened old world. We've got a Nobel Peace Prize to be nominated for because Jesus is waving us on and we can follow from wherever we are for all creatures of our God and King. Lift up your voice and with us sing. Alleluia, alleluia, hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord.